0: Good morning to all of you. It's my privilege to welcome you here to Sunrise Community Church. and uh, My name is Russ Siders, and I'm uh, so grateful to be a part of this family. Les doy la bienvenida a la Iglesia Comunidad Amanecer. Mi nombre es Russ Siders. Es un privilegio ser parte de esta familia. We have many treasures in our midst. and Tendemos muchas joyas en nuestro medio. One of those great treasures is our tr- our children. We love our children, and we love to teach our children God's Word. So we want to let them go right now to do that. Our boys and girls who are three years old up to f- fifth grade... Los niños pueden ir al tiempo de niños en adoración. We have a thing called Children in Worship, and they'll be studying and learning and hearing stories of God's Word to inspire and encourage them. And we thank you, uh, volunteers and teachers and servants there who help with our boys and girls. Les agradecemos a nuestros siervos que ayudan con los niños. The rest of us are also God's children, and we need the Word of God as well. So we're going to be looking into God's Word right now, and we have Bibles in the back. If you don't have a Bible on your own, uh, you're welcome to take one and keep it if you need to. Uh, those are free for the taking. Biblias que pueden usar. And I want to invite you to turn to our scripture this morning, which is taken from the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 27, verses 45 through 54. It's Mateo 27, versículos 45 al 54. Es el texto de hoy. Now, if you're looking for Matthew, it's the first book and the second half of the Bible. And we're at the end of that book. Es la, el primer libro en la segunda mitad de, de la Biblia, el Nuevo Testamento. And what we've been doing here, this is kind of a happy, sad thing for me because we started back in April, and we took a break over the summer, but we have been going deeper into this book, the Gospel of Matthew, for uh, quite a few weeks, hemos estado profundizando el Evangelio de Mateo, each week covering two chapters and really digging in, hemos estado mirando dos capítulos cada semana, so today we're wrapping this up by, by really looking not only at the scripture I'm going to read, but all of Matthew 27 and chapter 28, which brings us to the conclusion of this, of this story of Jesus' life, the different story that Matthew's telling us here, estamos mirando capítulos 27 y 28 de Mateo, so... As you're just going to that section, Matthew 27, 45, keep in mind we have a bigger view and focus, and I may be referring to some things, and you'll say, what's that? Well, just follow along. You'll be able to find in those two chapters what I'm talking about. So I'm going to read this first in, in English, and then we'll read the same thing in Spanish. Voy a leer primero en inglés y después en español. This is the good news of our Lord. Las buenas noticias de nuestro Señor. From the sixth hour until the ninth hour, darkness came over all the land. About the ninth hour, Jesus cried out in a loud voice, Eloi, Eloi, lama sabachthani, which means, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? When some of those standing there heard this, they said, he's calling Elijah. Immediately, one of them ran and got a sponge. He filled it with wine vinegar, put it on a stick, and offered it to Jesus to drink. The rest said, now leave him alone. Let's see if Elijah comes to save him. And when Jesus had cried out again in a loud voice, he gave up his spirit. At that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom, The earth shook and the rocks split, the tombs broke open, and the bodies of many holy people who had died were raised to life. They came out of the tombs, and after Jesus' resurrection, they went into the holy city and appeared to many people. When the centurion and those with him who were guarding Jesus saw the earthquake and all that had happened, they were terrified and exclaimed, surely he was the Son of God. Desde el mediodía hasta la media tarde, toda la tierra quedó en oscuridad. Como a las tres de la tarde, Jesús gritó con fuerza, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, que significa Dios mío, Dios mío, ¿por qué me has desamparado? Cuando lo oyeron, algunos de los que estaban allí dijeron, está llamando a Elías. Al instante, uno de ellos corrió en busca de una esponja. La esponja la empapó en vinagre, la puso en una caña y se la ofreció a Jesús para que bebiera. Los demás decían, déjalo, a ver si Elías viene a a salvarlo. Entonces Jesús volvió a gritar con fuerza y entregó su espíritu. En ese momento la cortina del santuario del templo se rasgó en dos de arriba abajo. La tierra tembló y se partieron las rocas, se abrieron los sepulcros y muchos santos que habían muerto resucitaron. Salieron de los sepulcros y después de la resurrección de Jesús entraron en la ciudad santa y se aparecieron a muchos. Con el centurion y los que con él estaban custodiando a Jesús vieron el terremoto y todo lo que había sucedido quedaron aterrados y exclamaron, verdaderamente este era el Hijo de Dios. So it was back in June that uh, some robbers in the Detroit suburb of Taylor, Michigan held up the Citizens Bank at gunpoint. Hubo un robo de banco en Michigan en junio. And according to the police report, they got away with about uh, $4,800. Not a lot, but they got something. Sacaron unos, robaron unos $4,800. As they made their escape, as they were zooming away in their getaway car, uh, something unexpected happened. Al escaparse, ocurrió algo inesperado. A small packet of red dye contained within the money exploded all over the car, all over their cash, all over their carcasses, okay? Se explotó un paquete de tinte rojo por todos lados. Now, instantly, these, these thieves began throwing money out the window of their cars. They made their way down the street. Tiraban el efectivo por la ventanilla de su carro. And people on the street see all this money. Of course, they're flocking like ants to honey, you know, to pick up some scratch, get a little extra cash. Of course, there's not much you can do with red money, is there? No hay mucho que se puede hacer con dinero efectivo rojo, esa, así que la gente en la calle no podía usarlo. And there aren't many people running around with scarlet paint all over their cars and all over their bodies, right? mucha gente con tinta en su cuerpo. So it didn't take the police very long to figure out who did this, right? And they were arrested and they were picked up. And you could say uh, that it was a case of unmistakable identity. Fue un caso de identidad inconfundible. Quite funny, and it happens a lot. Well, today, as we come to the end of this series, as we look into Matthew chapter 27, uh, I think we find, in in a strange way, we find a similar kind of open and shut case. Hemos un caso muy parecido a Mateo. But this case is a little different. Why? Because in the case that we're going to look at today... The obvious criminal, the obvious guilty one, is not arrested and convicted. The obvious guilty one is set free. El criminal obvio a él no lo arresta, más bien lo sueltan. I want to explain this carefully. So we're going to back up, and, and I want to share with you last week a little bit. We talked about how Jesus was arrested. Jesus was arrested in the Garden of Gethsemane. He was brought to the Jewish uh, ruling council for trial. Jesus lo arrestaron y estuvo ante el consejo judío. It was kind of a sham trial in the middle of the night, and Jesus was convicted. And, and now he's on trial number two. They bring Jesus from the Jewish religious court into the secular court. He's brought before Pontius Pilate, who's the Roman governor of that area, la traen a Jesús a Aponcio Pilato, el gobernador romano. And again, he's being questioned. He's being interrogated. Lo interrogan. And as Jesus did with the Jewish authorities, he is largely silent. He doesn't say much. Jesús no dice mucho. The only thing Jesus will admit to is that he is a king. He is the king of the Jews, as, as Pilate says. Si admite Jesús que es rey de los judíos. Pilate grills Jesus and tries to figure out what's going on. It's clear to Pilate that there's really not much here to see. It's, it's not very clear that Jesus has done anything wrong. Pilato no ve nada que ha hecho Jesús que es malo. But it is the holidays. It's Passover time. Es el tiempo de la Pascua, la fiesta. And so as a gift... To the Jewish people, Pilate offers to the crowd the option of setting a prisoner free. Pilato les ofrece a la multitud la opción de soltar un preso. They can set free a man by the name of Jesus. Jesus Barabbas, he's called. Jesus Barabbas is a hardened criminal. Puede soltar a un Jesús. Jesús Barabbas, un criminal. Or they can set free. This Jesus, known as Jesus the Messiah, or pueden soltar a Jesús el Mesías. The choice couldn't be more clear. Jesus, Barabbas, as I said, is a criminal. He is as guilty as sin. He's got red dye all over him, okay? It's just very clear he's the guy. He's the one who did it. Jesús Barabbas, él tiene tinte rojo sobre todo toda su vida. But, The other Jesus, there's no stain on him. There's no stain of guilt on Jesus the Messiah. No hay mancha de culpabilidad sobre Jesús el Mesías. And yet, in a strange twist of irony, the crowd is spurred on by the religious leaders. And what do they ask for? They ask for Jesus Barabbas to go free. They ask for the guilty one to be set free. La multitud pide que Jesús Barabbas a él lo suelten. Is this a case of mistaken identity? Es un caso de identidad equivocada? Well, not exactly. Not exactly. And if we go back in the story of the Bible, we get a clue as to what's really going on. If you want, look with me way back at the beginning at a book called Leviticus chapter 16 verse 7. Vamos a mirar, Levitico 16, 6. It's at the beginning. There's a page number there if you want to try and find it. Otherwise, I'll explain it. Here we find centuries before. God is giving instructions to the people of Israel, and he says, the high priest is to take two goats, and they are to be brought before the Lord at the entrance of the tent of meeting, the religious Place of worship. El sumo tomará dos machos cabríos y los presentarán al Señor en la entrada de la tienda de reunión. And the high priest then is to is to kind of roll the dice, cast two lots for the two goats. Echará suertes por los dos machos cabríos, and one goat will get the roll to be presented to the Lord, and the other will be what's called the scapegoat. Uno será un, un macho cabrío para el Señor y el otro para soltarlo en el desierto. And so then it says in in Leviticus 69 that Aaron the high priest shall bring the goat whose lot falls to the Lord. That goat will be brought before the Lord and killed as a sin offering. El el macho cabrillo para el Señor, a él lo van a matar como sacrificio expiatorio. What about the other goat? The other goat goes free. It's released out into the desert. Al otro macho cabrillo lo sueltan al desierto. Now, what we have here, if you have this story in mind, what we have here in the story of the two Jesuses, in Matthew chapter 27, is a replay of this story. Es la historia de los dos Jesús. Es aquí. What do we see here? We see that the innocent Jesus is condemned to death. His lot falls to the Lord. He's condemned to death by a crowd of people who are guilty as sin. They are the sinners, but he's condemned to death to become a sin offering. Al Jesús inocente lo condena como ofrenda expiatoria para el pueblo. But the other Jesus, Jesus Barabbas, is set free. He's the goat that goes into the desert. Barrabás es el macho cabrío que va para el desierto. Now there's some irony going on here. The name Barabbas is an interesting name. It's not just the guy's last name. Barrabás es un nombre interesante. The name Barabbas in, in the language of that time means son of the father. Barabbas is hijo del padre. So what's going on here? The guilty son of the father, Barabbas, is treated as if he were innocent. Al culpable hijo del padre lo tratan como si fuera inocente. But the innocent son of the father is condemned to die, to go up on a cross, and he will be dyed in red. The red of his own blood shed. El Jesús inocente lo tratan como si fuera culpable, va a la cruz para ser teñido en rojo de su propia sangre. Why? ¿Por qué? As a sin offering for the people so that the people might go free. Para que pueblo vaya libre. There's a Bible scholar who said it, and actually I knew what he was saying because I came to the same conclusion. He says, here's the deal. We, we are Barabbas. Nosotros somos Barabbas. See, this is not a case of mistaken identity at all. No caso de identidad equivocada. No, this is a different case. This is the case of Jesus taking on our identity as sinners. He takes on our identity as sinners, so that we then might be given His identity, and we might be declared, what innocent sons and daughters of the Father. Jesús asume para que tuviéramos la suya y ser declarados inocentes hijos del Padre. There's a, an old Christian song from, from my days in college from like well lots of years ago. I mean don't don't have to go into detail here. But there's a group named Petra and some of you old folks may know who I'm talking about. But they have an old song. It says all over me, all over me, I got the blood of an innocent man all over. Yo tengo la sangre de un hombre inocente sobre In fact, that's what the crowd says. They don't even know what they're saying. If you look at Matthew chapter 27 verse 5, they're trying to say something different, but they say the truth. Mateo 27:25. The crowd says, "Let his blood be on us and our children." Que su sangre esté sobre nosotros y nuestros hijos. So we come here in this story, this amazing story. We come to the whole climax of Matthew's gospel, and we come really to the climax of God's entire story, the crucifixion of Jesus. And the irony is just thick and it's unmistakable. Llegamos a la cumbre de la crucifixion de Jesús. The soldiers who beat and mock Jesus. As a, as, a, as a king, they are declaring a truth that is greater than they understand. They don't realize that Jesus is, is a king. Yes, and he's way more than they ever think. Los soldados se burlan de Jesús como rey y es más de lo que piensan. There's a sign above the cross which says, this is the king. The king of the Jews. And that too is ironic because it's, it's saying something so true. But nobody recognizes it. Roto lo dice, rey de los judíos. Y Es una verdad tan grande. And then there's the chief priests and leaders at the foot of the cross who are, who are mocking Jesus. And they say, let him prove he's a king by coming down from the cross. Los sacerdotes dicen que debe comprobar que es rey al bajar de la cruz. And here's the thing. Jesus is proving that he's a king by staying on the cross. rey quedándose en la cruz. And then finally, in chapter 27, verse 46, we read it. There's that that moment, that dark, dark moment, where Jesus cries out, "My God, My God, why have you forsaken me?" Clama Jesús, Dios mío, por qué me has desamparado? What's going on here? Jesus is crying in our place. The King is taking on our identity as guilty sinners. He's suffering for you and me in our stead. Está clamando el rey en nuestro lugar, sufriendo por. And then, chapter 27, 50, Jesus cries out again. And when he had cried out again in a loud voice, he gave up his spirit. Gritó con fuerza otra vez y entregó su espíritu. Notice here. Jesus did not have his life taken from him. His life was not Robbed. No fue robada su vida. It says he gave up his spirit. He laid it down willingly for you and for me. Él entregó su espíritu por nosotros de buena gana, de su propia voluntad. And in that moment, think about this, in this dark, dark moment, it's dark in the middle of the day, in that moment where it seems like the forces of hell have finally won and gotten the upper hand, what happens? Parece que el infierno ha ganado. What happens? All heaven breaks loose say this at the cielo the curtain which has been this thick curtain in the middle of the temple that separates God's most holy presence from the rest of the people that curtain is ripped in two from top to bottom la cortina del templo que nos separa de Dios y su presencia santa está rasgada en dos and the way is opened up into the presence of God for his people The earth shakes. There's an earthquake. Rocks are splitting in two. Hay temblores y las rocas se parten. And then the tombs start cracking open. And holy people, people of faith from years before are suddenly raised up. And they appear later on to others. Hay los antiguos de fe que se resucitan. And then finally, in chapter 2754, it is a non-Jew a Roman soldier who, along with his buddies, stand there and they take in the whole scene and they declare the final verdict over everything that's going on here. Un centurion romano del veredicto final. Surely, this was the Son of God. Este era Hijo de Dios. There's no mistaking his identity. This is who he is. No hay... Ningun, ninguna confusion su identidad. So what's happening? What's happening here? God is writing a new story. And he's writing a different story through the person of his son Jesus. We've been saying that about Matthew from the very beginning. That's, that's been our mantra through this whole series. Dios escribe una historia diferente en la persona de Jesús. And now that story that God's been writing is played out here uh, at the cross. It's played out on the world stage for all to see. Se manifiesta esta historia aquí. The darkness around the cross, the darkness of that moment is reminiscent of another darkness. If you go all the way back to the beginning of the story in Genesis chapter 1, la oscuridad de la cruz nos recuerda de la oscuridad en la creación. At the very dawn of creation, the beginning of time, it says everything was dark. Jesus gives up his spirit. Jesús entrega su Espíritu. Genesis 1 says the Spirit of God was hovering over the darkness, was giving itself over the darkness, over over the chaos. El Espíritu de Dios estaba sobre la faz de las aguas y Jesús entregó su Espíritu. And at the beginning of time, God cried out, and what did he say? Let there be light. Que haya luz, dijo Dios. Jesus on the cross, what does he do? He cries out. Jesús clama la cruz. And the earthquake of Friday gives way to another earthquake three days later on Sunday morning. Terremoto del viernes se da otro terremoto el domingo. Look at Matthew 28, 2 with me. Mateo 28, 2. There was a violent earthquake. This is Sunday morning. For an angel of the Lord came down from heaven and going to the tomb, rolled back the stone and sat upon it. Verse 5. The angel said to the women, Do not be afraid, for I know that you are looking for Jesus who was crucified. He is not here, he has risen. Just as he said. El ángel dijo a las mujeres: No tengan miedo, sé que ustedes buscan a Jesús que fue crucificado, no está aquí, pues ha resucitado tal como dijo. On Good Friday, Jesus cries out and gives up his spirit. And God, in effect, says, let there be light. entrega dice que haya luz. And then on that Sunday morning, the light appears. The light comes bursting out of the tomb. In blazing glory, Jesus is alive. He's risen from the dead, never, ever, ever to be snuffed out again. Jesús resucita de los muertos en luz el domingo. It is the dawn of a new creation. It's a new story. Es una historia diferente. And who are the first to find out? ¿Quiénes se enteran primero? Get this detail. God's a god of details. The first ones to find out about it are women. Las mujeres. Back in Genesis, the bad news of sin came into the world through a woman named Eve. Las malas noticias llegaron por medio de Eva. Here on Easter Sunday, the good news of a new creation comes into the world. How? It comes to women. Daughters of Eve. Las buenas noticias de la resurrección llegan a las hijas de Eva, las mujeres. All through this Matthew is saying, Jesus Christ is truly the Son of God. Él es verdaderamente el Hijo de Dios. He's the King who has ascended the throne of the cross, and now in His resurrection, He is asserting His authority over all things. He has all authority. Jesús ha resucitado los muertos para declarar su autoridad. But now, here's the thing we need to understand. That's not the end of the story that's the beginning of the story. No es el fin, sino el comienzo de una nueva historia. Look with me to Matthew twenty eight, sixteen. Mateo veintiocho, dieciséis Then the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountains where Jesus had told them to go. When they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. Los once discípulos fueron a Galilea, a la montaña que Jesús les había indicado. Como Cuando lo vieron, lo adoraron, pero algunos dudaban. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. There it is, all authority. Jesús se acercó y dijo, Se me ha dado toda autoridad en el cielo y en la tierra. Therefore, because of my authority, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Por tanto, vayan y hagan discípulos de todas las naciones, bautizándolos en el nombre del Padre y del Hijo y del Espíritu Santo. And teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age, enseñándoles a obedecer todo lo que les he mandado a ustedes, y las aseguro es que estaré con ustedes siempre hasta el fin. The death and resurrection of Jesus Christ proves his unmistakable identity as the Son of God. Su muerte resurrección comprueba que él es Hijo de Dios. But then, here's the thing. He is the Son of God now who sends us out in his authority to live as new people, unmistakably identified with him. Ya nos envía como un pueblo nuevo, inconfundiblemente identificados con él. We are to go out in his name, in his identity, assert his authority. We are to go into all the world, make disciples. Vamos a todo el mundo y hacemos discípulos. Again, this is the creation story retold. Because at the very beginning God said to Adam and Eve, what did he say? Be fruitful and multiply, go out and fill the whole world and subdue it. And they were to go out and do that. But as we said a few weeks ago, what happened? They failed along the way. Adam and Eve failed to reign as kings. They failed to reflect the image of God as as priests. They failed to multiply faith as prophets. They failed in that. Fallaron para reinar como reyes, reflejar la imagen de Dios como sacerdotes y multiplicar la fe como profetas. Here, Jesus... Steps back and he says, you're new people. There's a new creation now. Go and fill the earth. Multiply. Make disciples. Hagan disciples. How? Como? Baptizing them. Baptisandros. The word for baptism in the original language of the Bible, the Greek language, that word, as I understand it, is related to a, a similar word, a cousin to it maybe, and that word that similar word means to get this to dip into die bautizar se relaciona con una palabra que dice tener algo to be baptized is to be dipped into the die of jesus christ It is to be dipped into the dye of His red blood shed for you and me, to be identified with Him, to be identified with His colors. Ser bautizado, ser tenido en el tinte del Señor Jesucristo, de su sangre. And we are to be baptized and call others to be identified with Christ, but not only by being dipped into water, But also through faith. También por medio de la fe. Faith that expresses itself in obeying the teachings of Jesus Christ, in following him. And so we're to follow him, obey him, and teach others to do so. También debemos obedecerlo y expresar la fe en él así. That's what we're talking about. And and so. God is writing a brand new story, and what this means is that we have a new identity if we are in Christ. 2 uh, Corinthians 5:17 says, if you are in Christ, you're a new creation. The old is passed away, the new has come. Si alguno está en Cristo, nueva criatura es ha pasado lo viejo, ha llegado lo nuevo. How's that good news for you and me? Buena noticia. Well, let me tell you. This rewrites our story. We're living in a world, we're living in a culture, a secular age that gives us a narrative. Our world's telling you a story. And you may be choosing to believe it. El mundo te narra una historia. What's the story? What's the narrative our world says? Our world says, find your identity. Find your identity in living for the moment. Encuentra tu identidad en el momento. Find your identity in money. Find your identity in your sexuality. That's where you'll find yourself. Encuentra tu identidad en dinero, tu sexualidad. Find your identity in your political affiliation and who you vote for or don't vote for. Encuentra tu identidad en tu política. Find your identity in some substance, drugs, alcohol, whatever it might be, weed. Find your identity there. Encuentra tu identidad en la droga, el alcohol, etc. Find your identity in your family. Find your identity in your job or your career. Find your identity in pleasure. Find your identity in adventure. Find your identity in yourself. Encuentra tu identidad en el placer, la aventura ti mismo. This story says, uh uh-uh. You're not going to find it there. Find your identity in Jesus Christ. That's where you find it. Identity Be dipped in Him, identified with Him, follow Him, love Him, obey Him. Oh yeah, and He will be with you always. That's a story I want to live. Esa es la historia que quiero vivir. And so as we come to the end of this, this series, that's the story really that we're being invited into. I want to invite you into that story. If you're not sure who you are or where you're going or what your life is about... Find your identity in Jesus Christ. If you would like to be baptized, to be dipped into Him and identify with Him, and you have not done that, I would be overjoyed to talk with you about that. I'm going to be over here in this corner at the end of worship. We'll have others here that are willing to pray with you, to talk with you, to answer questions you may have. But that's my invitation. If you want to be identified with Jesus Christ and and you have not been baptized, you've not professed and declared that He is the Son of God, your Lord and Savior, we would love to talk with you about being baptized, but also about being a mission partner with Jesus. También queremos hablarles de ser un compañero de misión con Jesús. And a mission partner here, it means that we walk together in this story of calling other people to find their unmistakable identity in Jesus. Caminamos juntos. So if you want that, you know this is a time for change in my life. I would love to talk with you about that. And I want to pray for you right now. I want to invite our worship team to come up in. Let's pray as we, as we come to the end of this gospel. We're really at the beginning point. Vamos a orar juntos. Jesus, we thank you so much. There is so much more to your word and to this message than we can even begin to describe. Thank you for helping us over these weeks to learn more about Matthew's gospel. May we come here often. Que podamos acudir a este evangelio de Mateo mucho y aprender cada vez más. I want to pray for each person here today. We're all looking for something. And the hole, the void inside, I believe, is so big it can only be filled by you. Solo tú, Jesús, puedes llenarnos. Thank you, Jesus, that you came down and you became one of us so that we might become one of yours. Gracias por hacerte como nosotros para que nosotros pudiéramos ser como tú. Walk with us. Lead us. Take the story of my life and make it what you want. Help all of us to find that you are what we're looking for. Que ver que lo que estamos buscando está en ti. We love you and we praise your name now. We thank you for this place and this church. Help us in our ministry to invite people into this new life and to show it by the way we live. Ayúdanos en la iglesia a invitar a las personas a esta nueva vida y mostrar esa nueva vida en cómo vivimos. We love you and we pray. And we praise you truly, truly, Jesus. You are who you say you are. You are the holy son of the living God, Jesucristo. Eres quien dice que eres el hijo del Dios verdadero. Amén.